Even going back again, I don't see how you get it all the time. Oh. Lawrence, I love you. I really do. But don't tell me what I can't do. Well, welcome back, everybody, to Take Me to Your Reader, discussing adapted science fiction at its best and worst. I'm Seth. I'm James. And I'm Colin. And this time we are going to be talking about Time Cop from 1994, picking up some more Jean-Claude Van Damme after doing Hard Target. And uh, the, Van the, damn it. No, <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing about this is it is actually adapted from a Dark Horse Comics run. Yeah. From 1992. 1992. So Dark Horse Comics does a lot of you know, sequel and tie-in stuff with existing movies. But this is one of the cases where they came up with something and then a movie was made out of it. And then there was a subsequent Dark Horse Comics run that was like the movie tie-in version. And so uh, I went on eBay and I got us the three comics in question, which are (laughs) 1992 Dark Horse Comics Presents, I think. Specifically, the, the comics were 1992, I believe, uh, you said that comment, Colin. I, I believe you. And Thank you. It was it was issues one, two, and three of Dark Horse Comics from August, September, and November. No, uh, October. <laughs> Sorry, it's a reference to stuff that you won't hear. <laughs> Don't let me lead you astray, Seth. <laughs> Except perhaps at the in the blooper reel. This is also the Time Podcast. Had, had anybody ever <laughs> read the comics before? No, no, didn't know they were comics. I did so not know they awesome. existed. Who yeah. who found this one out? Was it you? I think it was you. To be honest. I well, I do remember it was it was either I don't remember. It was, I'm going to go with Colin and say it was Seth. Everything's usually your fault anyway. Um, but I think you came across the comic that was released with the movie, which pretty much mirrored the movie directly. Yeah. And then I look, I do, I dug a little deeper into it because it seemed odd. I'm like, this is too close. And the the dates were. I'm like, wait a minute, this is '94. That's '94. So I dug a little deeper into it, and that's when I found the Dark Horse comics, where the actual source material. For the the 1992 Dark actual source material for the movie, yeah. Which which brings up an interesting point. I don't think this is adapted. I think this is a sequel. You think so? Hmm. I think so. It's it's the Do same tell. character. He's <laughs> sure. working for the TEC, and his mm-hmm. wife is dead. Right. And then in the future, he has some other adventure, which is documented in the movie. Yeah, I mean, it is adapted uh, <laughs> to the extent that it could be nominated for the Academy Award for adapted screenplay. Yeah, because you can you can adapt <laughs> Borat a character into a movie, right? Fair. That's a thing. Yeah, yeah. The Borat subsequent movie film and the, and the previous Borat movie, I think, were both nominated for best adapted screenplay because Borat was a pre existing character. Wow. Oh, uh, Top Gun Maverick was was nominated for best adapted screenplay because what? it was really? based on Top Gun. So oh, so any sequel is technically so basically adapted. any Star Trek movie could have been considered. I adapted. didn't know that was the thing. According to the Oscars, anyway. I, I feel like they need to tighten that up and say, that seems, yeah, it's got to be that's a little... from a book or a play. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You know if, if you guys ever doubt, yeah. you give me a call. I will tell you <laughs> if it's adapted, or if it's a sequel, or if it's a reboot, or if it's a mistake. Doug Lyman, I'm talking to you. <laughs> yes, Colin is the arbiter of adaptation. <laughs> you should add that nice. to your business card. Arbiter. <laughs> I don't think it'll fit. Like it. too long. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Loudmouth, grumpy critic. Is in, in, more in, in order to determine if they're if they're actually adapted, we have to go through the jajuk because you're the arbiter of oh, yes. adaptation. Yes. yes. <laughs> nice. TNG deep cut. Yep. Yep. So yeah, let, let's talk about the comics um, because I feel like people know about the movie and and like Colin said, right. The it's more an adaptation of the character created in the comics mm-hmm. because sure, yeah, yeah. You know, it does it does talk about how his his wife is dead or at least implies heavily implies. 
Yeah. I'm not sure it's actually stated, but it's pretty heavily implied. In the comic? Because, like, he's thinking about her, right? Oh, yeah. And and the Time Enforcement Commission, mm-hmm. and using the little car to go back into time. <laughs> the pod. And then be, being able to go back without the car. Um, yeah, without the pod. Yeah. By just pushing a little thing. Right. And, you know, the, the kind of mechanics of it. I was actually a little surprised, sorry, going a little off topic, um, about the movie. I thought with the Glory Rubens character, Field, what was her name? Fielding. Fielding. Yeah. Um, Jinx. That, that we would, you know, she's like the fish out of water character that would allow us to have the exposition that we need to talk about the right. mechanics of time travel. But the movie is not interested in the mechanics of time travel. <laughs> no. Really. They just keep dropping the few blurbs about time, mm-hmm. matter, and whatever. Right. Yeah, only, the only, the things, <laughs> only the things that are completely germane to the actual plot of the movie right. are talked about. They don't do any extra exposition, which, yeah. all right, I like it. <laughs> but <That's fair. laughs> I, did, I did expect that you would get, you know, something about, you know, how it's like a rubber band, right? You, your, body, your body wants to return to your proper time, and the little device on you is the only thing tethering you to that time. And once you trigger it, then you snap back. And it's not the, it's not the only property that I've read. That was from the comic read. book, right? What you just yeah, said? Yeah, it was yeah, in the comic okay, book. Yeah. And and the movie yeah, and does that. They that. just had the little thingies yeah. that I think. I, I felt like in the movie the, the little doohickey was just to recall you. Period. Like a yeah, you know, uh, Star sixty nine or something. <laughs> 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 That's good. Man. That's good. That's a great one. Well played. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you like how I slid that one in there? Yes. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, the, the the comics are a completely different adventure of Max Walker. Uh, right. Where he goes back to someplace in Africa, like to where there's a mine, yep. a diamond Africa, mine. Africa, right? diamond mine in yeah. Congo. Yes. And he kind of fixes the situation and makes it worse <laughs> because somebody else has brought future bit, technology yeah. back with them. Yes. Which he accidentally leaves behind. And it's this kind of alien right. xenomorph looking robot thingy. Robot. Yeah, I thought it was kind of cool to look like an alien. Yeah. And there were actually two problems. <laughs> One wasn't the, that he left it behind, but he left it behind and it was functional. Right, and then it was going to start right. to malfunction. Mm-hmm. Even, even it depends on how long, how far in the past was he? Well, it was I, only like the twenties, right? Was it that? I don't think it was that. I don't long. think it was that long ago. Because it, the it ends with a newspaper article talking about. By the way, we're in full spoiler mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking about the guy that he gave the diamond right. to being the person that overturns apartheid, and he had just passed away, yeah. and he was not a young man. So it, I'm thinking. Yeah, forties, fifties, fifties. Yeah, that's what I kind of was thinking. What he said, and actually, I can't my read this without my glasses. Nineteen thirty-three. Is that what it says? It says nineteen thirty-three, indeed. Oh, okay. okay, there you go. Yeah. What I was thinking with the xenomorph though was like a Terminator situation. Yeah, where they totally like he left the arm behind, and then they extrapolate all the you know yeah. stuff from the thing. I didn't, I, I didn't expect the thing to actually come back to life. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, to me the. It didn't really go far enough with that. And, yeah. and I know the comic book is, it's a, if you're going to read these, it's, you know, five, six pages uh, for, yeah, each for each one. issue, yeah. right? So, um, like so a, 15 total. It's like a nice little short story across the room. Yeah. It's yeah. like in total shorter than a, a whole issue of a comic book. Yeah. And um, it reminded me a little bit of Journeyman, short-lived science fiction television series, where at some point a character went back in time and had like, I can't remember if it was a cell phone or a, a digital camera mm-hmm. with him that he left behind. Yeah. And when he came back, technology had gone crazy because somebody had found that right. earlier and come up with digital technology decades before uh, we actually got it. Yes. Um, Invented Cyberdyne systems. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> so you, you could definitely see that happening, right? Not just, oh, this guy yeah. used it. It was still functional and used it to, you know, to dominate the area. Mm-hmm. 
but it was it was a fun sort of conclusion to it where where you see that newspaper thing where uh when walker goes back and then fixes the problem again then he hands the diamond over to this guy who's gonna overthrow apartheid and uh that would be a good thing yep because that that didn't happen until a lot later so when i was first reading the comic and i saw his boss i guess um (laughs) he was like he was black right before the time change thing. Mm-hmm. And so I was thinking at first, I'm like, oh man, they totally whitewashed this role for the movie. Oh. <laughs> but then like it swapped anyway. So it kind of like worked out from the comic book plot storyline. Mm. And now I'm thinking about the movie. I'm like, oh man, they should have done something like that for the movie. I'm like, eh, but they didn't really, I felt like they didn't change that much in the movie compared to the comic book actually. Yeah. Yeah. But, There's an episode of Journeyman where uh, he goes back in time and has a daughter. He, he has a daughter, but he goes back in time, interferes with his own time, comes back and he has a son. Or no, maybe that was just an arrow. I know there was one where there was the conception of their child was was a, was a problem in, in Journeyman, which that show was awesome, and it only lasted like eleven <laughs> episodes. Mm-hmm. It was just getting good. Maybe that was the problem. I, anyway, I'm, back I'm, to uh, back, back to time, to time cop. cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'll just... <laughs> so there's not a lot to say about it because the story is, like you said, incredibly short. It's like fifteen mm-hmm. comic book pages. Yeah, right. It reminds me of of uh, you know the jump from they live from eight o'clock in the morning from eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah, mm. only with that, it's it's a little more complete story, right? This is just a little vignette. Yeah, where we're, we're and and the which I, eight o'clock this in the morning still has more short. content than eight o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, but like. but th- there was I feel like there was more to launch off of in yeah. eight o'clock in the morning, right? Yeah, and, and and there was obviously there was here too because it's just like the entire time enforcement right. agency, right? Where you can go anywhere you want. It's time travel, or any any when you want, I suppose. Yeah, and uh, so yeah. It's a similar kind of thing. Where what are we going to build out around this? I don't think anybody would have adapted this. This would have been adapted, you know, well to a Twilight Zone or Outer Limits, you know, half hour. Yeah. So to make this movie, they expanded on it quite a, quite bit. a bit. Quite a bit. But you know, they kept some stuff consistent. Some of the art design is pretty consistent with the pod. The pod. Yeah. Um, they didn't keep the goggles. The goggles were pretty sweet. No. I thought it would have been cool they if they had made the guns though. Made the yeah. the pod Sorry. in the shape of the DeLorean. <laughs> it's more or less the shape of a DeLorean. Everything is basically the shape of a DeLorean. <laughs> That's true. The, the car in, in the last Starfighter, right? Yes. Ah, uh, the Star Car. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess in there, the, the pod goes with them back and back to the past. Yeah, back to the past. Yeah. yeah I was almost to say back to the future because he's a DeLorean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then then it. it and then like, somehow, weirdly, when they go back to the future, they arrive in the pod, which is. Facing the other direction. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in the movie you're talking about. In no, the movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In in the story, it talks about how the, the pod goes back on its own. And on its and, own, And right. they're only, yeah, because, exactly. because matter wants to go back, right? Yep. And right. the only reason the they stay is because deal. they've got the... Yeah. So there's a particular part in the comic book where he arrives in the past, in the, yeah, in the past, and he mentions some line of like, at least they didn't drop me inside something wet. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and, oh, then so we, you, and then we have the scene in the movie the where they totally the get dropped in the, in the Potomac. <laughs> oh, that's cool. So when I read that line in the comic book, I totally thought of that scene from the movie. I was like, "Oh, this is funny." I wonder. If, I, I wonder if it like inspired the change somehow and made them drop him in the water in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> the, you know, something really cool about that is that the people that wrote the comic mm-hmm. wrote the screenplays, right? Hmm. So I, I like that that continuity of you know, familiarity yeah. with the character and the setup and mm-hmm. and then if they want to make changes, I guess they're within all their rights to do it. Yeah, well, I mean, oh, and this is we talked about this with uh, Total Recall, right? You you cast Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> and that might necessitate some changes to the original material <laughs> because 
maybe Schwarzenegger doesn't profile as an office worker, though he was in True Lies. But yeah, um, but you know, yeah, have him be a guy who who you know is working a jackhammer. That make that makes a lot of sense, like Mister Incredible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so you know, you, you cast Jean Claude Van Damme, right? You're gonna have, although in the comics, right? He's doing some fighting and that kind of stuff as well. Yeah, I guess I'm thinking more in the comic adaptation. Of course, he, they turned him into Jean Claude Van Damme in those. Yeah, yeah. It, although what you, what you said about you know adapting the story to the character, there's the joke that. Uh, his boss, they're walking down the hallway to make some joke about, you know, you, you have to draw me a picture because no one understands what you're saying anyway. <laughs> oh, no, that was his wife, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. when he does the read between the lines thing on the boot. Yeah. <laughs> right? Totally badges like, He got English. the picture. Well, with, with, the, with your English, you would have to, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that was a good, a good burn. I mean, that they always kind of have to hang a lantern, lantern on where lantern was probably better uh, on, on Van Damme's accent, right? Um, so in, right, in, they, they, in Death Warrant, he's uh, from Quebec. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's a Creole in yep. uh, uh, Hard Target, target yeah. right? And I can't remember where he's from in Universal Soldier, but yeah. I've seen a lot of Jean Claude Van Damme movies. <laughs> <laughs> and I never cared where his accent came from. Find out. Yeah. So we, we really did this so we could watch more Van Damme. Yeah, pretty we much. really did this. We could watch the first science fiction that we've covered in six months. <laughs> <laughs> true, true, true. And you know, I wanted to watch—I'll I'll just say it—a a better movie than Hard Target, because <laughs> 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 Time Cop is much more watchable. Uh, I, I mean, I guess Hard Target is pretty watchable, but I—I um, I, I have to respect the runtime of Time Cop. Yeah, yeah, it's nice and yeah. succinct. Hour and thirty-nine cut, minutes. Cut it close. Yeah. Big fan of hundred-minute movies. Right, right. Especially because yeah, it has of- like the full pre. Free roll credits right. <laughs> and everything too. So, yeah. So it's really like an hour and a half movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a Van Damme movie. If you like Van Damme movies, you're going to watch yep. this because it's a Van Damme movie. But the highlights for me are Bruce McGill and Ron Silver because I think they're both great. Yeah, they were great. I don't know. Mia Sarah. I mean, her. Uh, she's not in it very much. No, but the dialogue that she has. But and when you know, she is in it, she's <laughs> in it. <laughs> <laughs> there is some nudity in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like you were saying, her one-liners with her husband mm-hmm. and you know the teasing and the double entendre and yeah, that was funny. <laughs> and and who else can shoot up through the eaves of a building into a guy standing above it like she can? Yeah, with the greatest of ease. Right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Dad jokes. So let's talk about the movie. There, there, there's Van Damme doing the splits twice in the first twenty minutes of the movie, which is awesome. Right. Yes, up and down. And I like the fact that you know the movie could have started with a mission for Walker, and I, that's what I remembered. I remembered the. Black, Black oh, Tuesday the, the mission. Wall oh, mission. I didn't remember Black the yeah. yeah the cold open with the Civil War guys. Yeah, the Confederate gold. Yeah, the Confederate and gold. Callum Keith yeah. Rennie from that. Well, it set up, it set up the thing for the um, getting the money for the committee and all that stuff. Right, and right. it set up the ripples. So, right, yeah. and and the need for the committee. Right, and so they kind of needed that. Senator McComb going. Hmm. Yeah, I'll, I see that. I'll, opportunity I'll share here. that to keep it honest. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> we do need to talk about the politics. In oh this my movie. god! <laughs> oh my yes. goodness! I totally forgot about 1994. Who would have thunk? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's right in the middle of the Clinton years, right? Yeah. And And here you have the Ron Silver character being told that he's polling well with the uh, pro-life, pro-death penalty crowd, and the uh, <laughs> anti-immigration crowd. Anti-immigration, the, keep your borders closed crowd. Right, right. and yes. the white supremacy party. 
white supremacist party. They didn't mention that he was being courted by them, no, but they were able right. to get campaign finance donations. And this right. is during campaign finance reform time time frame as well. So it's kind of topical for me. And apparently there's a campaign finance match by the government. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. When when you do your taxes, well, you can put something into the campaign fund. <laughs> I think that's – is that – yeah, I guess it's designated for that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never do that. No. No. I actually, I actually really like Jean-Claude Van Damme in this movie. I feel, I feel like he's not a great actor, but he pulls this one off pretty well. Mostly yep. abs. <laughs> you mean ass. <laughs> <laughs> he, he does always show his backside. Uh, or at least he likes to. Because we got a lot of his backside in this movie. Not so much that other yeah. stuff. <laughs> okay, so Co- Colin had an objection to the Black Tuesday part of the movie, where, where the guy is back in time. He's got a USA Today and right. from, from the future yes. and a New York Times from 1929. Right. And he's basically looking at one stock, circling it on one if it's super low, and circling it if it's super high on the other one. And So what, what are all your objections to this? Well, first of all, you can't really make that comparison without adjusting all the prices for inflation. Yeah. That's one. Two, just because the company name is the same does not mean it didn't get you know, bought out, replaced by another right. company. With Chapter the same, 11 at some point. In <laughs> 80, what was it? Yeah, 70 or 80 years of time. Mm-hmm. So what, what year were they in, in in the supposed future? I don't remember. Well, I think they said it was 10 years in the future, right? From 1994. Sure. Oh, so 2004. So 2004. Okay. Yeah. Which I thought the, the, the funny thing was with when the Gloria Rubens character says, I know who wins the one, next 10 World Series. I'm like, it's 1994. There's no World Series in 1994. <laughs> <laughs> But I guess you could still say, right? It's starting with 1995, right. the next. It was, it was the Braves. So, how do you know? I, I went back and changed things. <laughs> Me and Biff. Biff, right? Exactly. Yeah. You, you totally st- thought of stood in the hallway and beat on a garbage can for signals. And- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, like like a company could have gone completely belly up, been acquired by someone mm. else, and then rebranded. I, I I don't know what would happen with the stock ticker symbol if if that happened. If it would change. Um, I don't know. That's a great question. When companies go out of business. Right. Of course, they weren't looking at stock ticker symbols. They were looking at company name abbreviations. Yeah. But like if you bought stock in the, I don't, I don't know that NFL teams are publicly traded. They're probably not, but the Cleveland Browns, right? Well, the Cleveland Browns from the past are now the Baltimore Ravens. And there's a new Cleveland Browns team. That's a completely different company. Oh, Oh, yeah. Interesting. Good question. Yeah. 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 But yeah, like if you looked at something that was 11 cents in 1929 and now is $5, In the present day, that's that's a pretty good yeah. So uh, eleven cents goes to a dollar eighty seven. Okay, just on inflation adjustment. So five bucks would be yeah, still four times your money. Yeah, three times your money. Colin just googled it. So (laughs) the the guy who is back there is saying, "Look, I'm not gonna, I'm not making any ripples. I'm just enriching myself." That doesn't work. No, uh, because publicly traded companies are, you you change the stock price, you change a lot of people's fortunes and buying a hundred thousand shares of something, even when it was at the bottom is going to make a change. That wasn't his intention. (laughs) Right. Yeah. That was the thing. I I think this is a really smart movie when it comes to time travel. There are several times. Yeah. No. Yeah. There's several times when McComb says, of course, he's not dead. You idiot. If he was dead, he wouldn't be here. Yeah. And so there's this, I love his understanding. I, I like a smart villain. I hate oh, yeah. dumb villains. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mastermind. <laughs> plus, plus a villain who knocks somebody's face into the side of the car. Oh, yeah. At least regularly. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> Have you ever been inside of a presidential limo? When I'm there, 
I'll take a picture for you. <laughs> yeah. That's not how I thought that line was going to go, though. No, 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 no. I thought it was going to go much worse. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Ron Silver is tremendous. And rest in peace. He, he died in 2009. He, I mean, he yeah, was he was good. a pretty solid movie villain in the 90s. He was in quite a few movies. Yeah. And Bruce McGill as uh, yeah, as the great. boss, his like comedic that. timing and delivery. Mm-hmm. What? I, I have more friends, don't I? <laughs> Are you my only friend? <laughs> no, am I your only, am I your only friend? Right? Because he was talking about Walker's attitude. Well, after he beat up the two guards in front of the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was good. Right? Yeah. <laughs> One thing that I, I commented on a couple of times was this was reminiscent of Minority Report in a couple of ways, which of course totally. precedes it by fifteen years almost. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, you know, you have Walker reviewing the the tape of Mia Sarah putting together a birdhouse or. Contemplating putting together a birdhouse. Um, and Minority Report basically ripped that whole thing off, like where he's sitting right. there and like quoting the mall, along the mall with bit. It. Yeah, the mall yeah. bit as well. So, yeah. Yeah, that was funny. Mm-hmm. I, I have to stop and think about in what a short period of time that movie takes place. Yeah. From from the end of when he comes back from, uh, you know, the stock, the yeah, stock fall. Yeah, it's like a day. A day. Yeah. yeah. Then he goes back yeah, and comes point. back. He goes back in time and returns to the future. He goes right back in time. Well, no, he does go home. Time, he, he goes home and sleeps. with the video. Yeah. yeah. Takes a nap. That way he can be in the boxers <laughs> so that the guy can come by with the taser yeah. and he can do the splits on the counter. And somehow wakes up like that after drinking a bottle of tequila. That's right. power right That's there, That's what buddy. you do. Well, yeah. not these days. <laughs> <laughs> He's had a lot of practice in 10 years. Apparently. Mm. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, from an art design standpoint, production design, all the stuff, like having him have the longer hair totally right. makes sense so that when you have both of them there, you can kind of keep track of who's who. Yeah. Of course, it was so dark and rainy, it was still a little hard to tell who was who. Sometimes. It's yeah. it's nice that the Mia Sarah character just watched it. What is her name? I don't know. I Melissa. was just thinking that. Melissa. 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 Yeah, Melissa, even though she, she kind of recognizes him, she doesn't recognize him. So 10 mm-hmm. years has mm-hmm. had, a, had its effect on him. Yeah. Of course, then at the end, when you see her 10 years later, they did not do any kind of makeup <laughs> on her or anything. <laughs> well, no, I mean, well, she's, she's a mom. <laughs> right, so that kind of fits that. Yeah, yeah, but they didn't age her up in any way. Oh no, I'm thinking there's a picture of her up in the attic. Right, it's covered with a curtain. <laughs> <laughs> the picture of Melissa Walker. <laughs> no, yeah, the, the the thing that cracked us up was I, I, like I had remembered. I, I have a good mo- memory for movie quotes, and I think I saw this movie once or twice. Um, but I remembered the bouncing the guy's head off the inside of the car oh, yeah. when he's telling him, no, you, you can't win. And like, there's blood all over the Bam. side of the car and stuff. And, and I remembered the first thing he said was basically, look, I love you, but <laughs> right after breaking his nose. And then he goes back and makes a change so that he owns that company now. So right. He, now he's a billionaire right? and he can, he can easily become president because being super rich is all you need. Mm-hmm. Uh, that way you won't be answerable yeah. to anyone. I hear if you've been on a television show, that helps. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> wait, wait, what, what about a real estate guy that lies about his taxes for 40 right. years? That and work? Do, and doesn't pay his bills. And doesn't pay his bills. Yeah. I don't think that would work. No? no I think that think guy's so. getting locked up perhaps Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday. Oh, no. <laughs> so then Macomb comes back and now he's super rich and he's riding in the car with that dude and his nose is bandaged. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you would never <laughs> have had that discussion quite about enough, how right? you didn't have enough money. <laughs> <laughs> and James had a great quote about that one. Do you remember that? What did I say? You're like, well, that dude has a very breakable nose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so evidently, yeah. it's a it's a common occurrence. It's a punchable face, breakable nose. It's like a, a F is for family. I put you through that effing wall. 
don't make me break your nose again. I love you, but <laughs> um, the same matter does not occupy, cannot occupy the same space. It makes absolutely right. no sense. No, yeah. uh, because not really, even just like from a ship of Theseus standpoint, right? Your your skin cells are dying all the time. So, Hair. like ten years ago, your epithelial cells and you know all the all the skin and hair and that kind of stuff is new. Right. Well, I mean, according to Terminator, they should have been naked when they time traveled. So. Right, right. <laughs> They're wearing different clothes. Right. So it's not it's not the same matter. And right. like having someone get deleted from the timeline is an obvious paradox. Of course, it's all paradoxical. Yeah. But the movie, I feel like, it, I'm not saying it's smart, but it's intelligent to not even talk about that stuff. To just, just let it go. I mean, it made for a nice special effect. And it made kind of a thing they want to play against. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, no, 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 don't touch me. Yeah. Of course, he walks, he practically knocks shoulders with his past self, Macomb does at some point. <laughs> oh, walking I'm in a like, circle right, around What are you him? doing? Yeah. <laughs> Walk right Yeah, I was wondering that too. I'm like, you're getting awfully close to your past self there, buddy. Yeah. You, you should know better. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and, oh, so the other Watch problem. Watch trip on the great. Oh, crap. <laughs> yeah. The other problem I have with this is it would have been smarter for Macomb to just shove Walker into Walker and be done with him, right? Because he says, like, time enforcement agent getting killed, you know, is big news, right. but you know, cop uh, Walker yeah. disappearing is no big deal. And that's all that happens. Right. You just disappear and your the future part doesn't matter. Yeah. Cause it would have been erased from the timeline. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. As we learned at yeah. the end of the movie, <laughs> the, ba- the, the, the henchmen in this are very bad at killing Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yes, so, yes. Oh, and Walker. well, who isn't though? I mean, yeah. That's what they're hired for. <laughs> yes. Can you kill Jean-Claude Van Damme? Jean-Claude Van Damme? <laughs> <laughs> I should have drawn a picture. <laughs> <laughs> Walker. Walker's easier to say. Yes. Can you kill Walker? Who's Walker? It's Jean-Claude Van Damme. Walker. Oh, him. No, I can't kill him. Walker is the main character. Not in, to be uh, confused with Walker, Texas Ranger. No. But he also can't be killed. This is true. Cliffhanger. Uh, with Stallone? Stallone movie. Stallone? His name is Walker as well. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Law uh, of conservation of Walkers. I guess so. These movies are related. Yes. yes. I love the special effect when uh, Van Damme kicks the younger macomb mm-hmm. and then the older macomb gets a scar mm-hmm. and i would have yeah, loved cool. to see that played a little yeah. bit more instead of the the mergy oh, fleshy yeah. thingy mm-hmm. it's like you know i could break your arm <laughs> <laughs> you, you haven't seen like a, you haven't seen looper right yeah, yeah. oh because they, they do that where where like they, they write on somebody's skin in the past and it shows up in the on the future flesh. Yes. Oh yeah. And yeah, and, yeah. and then like all of a sudden the guy's nose disappears and his hand his fingers start disappearing. They're like they're a little aggressive Yikes. with their due date on him <laughs> arriving where they wanted him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was slick too though. Yeah. The yeah. scar. That yeah, was the scar. Cool. It reminded cool. me a little bit of um frequency, some of the changes that rippled in on that. Yeah. I haven't mm. seen that movie in years. I really want that one to be adapted. I also like all the callbacks. So when the Gloria Rubin, Rubin character tells him about, you know, Bobby Morgan, right. at the end of the movie, he brings that back. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, the, the callbacks just oh, keep yeah, happening yeah. back and back and back. Oh, and hey, mm-hmm. can you knock off the candy bars? Right. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> no, clearly you can't. You wouldn't be where you are. Uh, anything else to talk about, about Time Cop? No, I don't think so. Do we need to rank them? Do we rank them? Uh, it, it made uh, a lot of money. It did? Yeah. Did it really? It did. Yeah. I was noticing on this on the the screen intro screen or whatever it didn't do very well on Rotten Tomatoes, but no, it didn't. The, the critics really it panned awesome. it hard, saying it was like a second rate time travel movie. But yeah. I was watching really carefully, and I did not. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think I mean I, I I think for all the reasons we already mentioned, it was a decent time travel movie. Yeah, because they don't really go into it. 
because it's dumb to go into it. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the stuff in the Terminator franchise doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, you have Kyle Reese coming back and saying, you know, right. here I was with Connor from twenty one to twenty seven. Like, no, you weren't. Not in this timeline, you weren't. Right. Because this one's changed. <laughs> yeah, it's already changed. Or it's the original. It's all. It, actually, the first Terminator movie is a nice self-contained loop. It's yeah. when you get into the, the other movies yeah. that it starts going off the rails. Um, Terminator 2 completely opened the door for Terminator Genesis, all I'm saying. Yeah, but Terminator 2 is awesome. It is, yeah. But it opened the door for all the <laughs> yeah, nonsense yeah, that happened true. afterwards. Right, right, right. Where the first, the first one you could say, okay, this has always been here. The, the time travel has always been part of the timeline. doesn't really make sense. But uh, I think the movie that does that the best is the Deja Vu, Denzel Washington movie. Oh, I haven't seen it. Where, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Where like the viewing of the past changes changes things. Wow. And uh, and it all it all wraps up in a nice bow. I, I do like that in time travel, but I also kind of like messy time travel. And, and this one is a good example of messy time travel. <laughs> I think they could have twisted this yeah. a little bit more by changing the sequence of some things. Like so, everything is linear. Mm-hmm. Right in the past, everything is linear from the mm-hmm. oldest past to the newest past. In the in the now time, it's now under the future. Right. But you remember in the book Lightning. Mm-hmm. where he doesn't understand why Costca isn't dead because he'd killed him. It's because the sequence, Costca was jumping out of sequence, mm. which you can do from the future. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, at one point here, I thought that somebody had died. And so right. he wouldn't have been able to go back into the further past, but everything is all linearized. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Right. The flash does some of that stuff too. Like somebody's like in the speed force when they get killed. And so it doesn't catch up to them properly <laughs> or they're they're a remnant essentially oh, wow yeah, yeah that, that's, that, what, that's what i was wondering for the time cops i'm like do they care if they go back and die <laughs> well that's that's the other thing right in, in so in the original st- comic book story mm-hmm. right, he goes back there fixes what he thinks is the problem comes back doesn't realize he's left some future technology behind right. uh which causes a bigger ripple so now we got to go back and, and change it again and at the end things are changed Right. right. Things do not go back to Yeah, his timeline was totally altered. Yeah. Where where in right. this, they kind of want you to believe that despite all the shooting up with a futuristic gun in the 1929 <laughs> time frame, that everything <laughs> went back to completely normal. <laughs> and that does not make a lot of sense. Right. So. <laughs> yeah, and what was with those guns with the three-inch barrels in diameter? They, they were futuristic. Duh. Future guns. Mm-hmm. Future guns. Yeah. Giant slugs. Boom. <laughs> And the cars were much, much bigger than regular cars. <laughs> because they had, they had whole robots in them to do the uh, autonomous driving. Right. Right. Yeah, they kind of have the Astrodroids. Yeah. Johnny cabs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, enjoyable movie. I, 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 yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, rank them? Yeah. Oh, you want me to rank? Me? You don't, uh, you're not asking if we should rank them. You want me to start? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Uh <laughs> Uh, like I said, I don't think that these are true adaptations. I think one is a sequel to the other. Hmm. I like the movie better than the comic. I think it's a it's a more complete story. It's it was more enjoyable. There's nothing really wrong with the comics, but no. it's like a little this little vignette. And in this case, I would rather have the steak dinner than the steak appetizer. Gotcha. No tartare for you. Pass. <laughs> I wouldn't pass on steak tartare, but I will go with Colin on this one. I will as well. <laughs> what? We will be unanimous on this one. No, unanimous. no, this cannot be. Well, one of us is going to go back in time and change that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. I think we're done with that. So let us know Correct. what did you think of Time Cop? Have you ever read the comics? Not the adaptation of the movie, but the actual right. original Dark Horse comics. Yeah, there were original Dark Horse comics, and there was a comic release that paired with the movie 
because the movie did so well in the box office. And there is a novelization of the yeah. movie, which I have listened to the audiobook of, read by Bruce McGill. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A lot of time got content. Yep. So that movie's awesome. I listened Screw to it. Listen to it on tape back in the day. So wow. yeah, I mean I I think it's a perfectly functional movie. Perf- yeah, perfectly serviceable. Yeah. It's very enjoyable. I thought it was, so. I thought well, it was there, great. There were, there were two follow-ons even after the movie. There was the direct-to-DVD yeah. movie in 2003 with Jason Scott Lee. Oh, I didn't and, even know about yeah. that. Uh, critics actually said it was better than the original. Wow. Which is interesting. I kind of want to track it down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And uh, there was the television series. It only filmed 13 episodes. Only nine were broadcast. Oh. Oh. See, I feel like because it was direct-to-DVD movie, I'm not sure I want to spend the time on it, but. Yeah, we d- we didn't cover any of the uh, other Starship Troopers movies. There this are reasons that yes, we didn't cover any of the Starship Troopers movies. So they don't have Dina in them. <laughs> well, well, yeah. Okay. I think we're wrapped then. Yep. Quick blessing. Sure. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Talk to you next time. And until next time, may the road rise up to meet you. And may the book always fall open to where you left off, even if it's a comic book. <laughs> it's less likely. Right. More likely. Fewer pages. I guess that's true. So. Okay. Bye, everybody. Ciao. August, September, and November of 1992. Yeah. Yeah, which also contains some awesome Predator stuff and some awesome RoboCop stuff. Right. And then some other stuff that uh, I didn't do. Isn't that October, not November? Or am I mishearing? Did I say September? I think you did. I think you said September, October, November. He meant to say August, September, October. I thought I I went back and corrected it because I saw the August. (laughs) I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Seth, Uh, feel free to edit this. Specifically... So when exactly were these comics released? <laughs> we can't do this as long as James keeps laughing. <laughs> causing problems. <laughs>